0: Welcome to the Be Your Own Badass Podcast, where overwhelmed millennials find clarity and confidence to live a more authentic life. I'm your host, Sarah Catherine, and it's time to live a life on your terms. Let's get started. Hello, and welcome to episode four of the Be Your Own Badass Podcast. Today, we are going to be talking about how to stay motivated for long-term goals, So in the last episode, we talked about how to get unstuck and create a life you love and about a part of that was creating an action plan in order to move forward and actually, you know, get unstuck (laughs) and actually start living a life that you enjoy. And you have to create that life. And part of that action plan was setting goals for yourself, both short-term and long-term goals. So I felt like it was appropriate to transition into how to stay motivated while you're trying to tackle the long-term goals. Because we all know that long-term goals are overall the hardest ones to keep out of the two. They take the most time, dedication, patience, and motivation in order to achieve them. Even though these can be difficult, I find that they're an important asset to achieving the life that you desire. Having a long term goal in mind will help you push through the tough times and the shorter milestones. So, as I mentioned before in the last episode, creating a life that you love and getting unstuck and finding self discovery and personal development, that all includes the good times and the bad. And I highly always encourage people to give themselves grace and make time for self-care because it can be a tough journey. It's not an easy one. It's not a straight line, but it's all a part of the process. And having these long-term goals in mind while you're going through all of that, it just makes it a little bit easier because you kind of have a purpose and a why that you can reflect on in order to see the big picture and remind yourself why you got started in the first place. And this can be related to, I know it's halfway through the year right now, but pretty soon, in just a few months, uh, we're going to be creating, a lot of people like to create New Year's resolutions or maybe have a word of the year. And I feel like more and more you see bloggers and motivational speakers and life coaches talking about how people don't keep resolutions throughout the year for most of the time. And this can be, honestly, if you look at all types of long-term goals, it's very hard to keep going with it. And a lot of times people will recommend that you approach the new year or your long-term goals with a different strategy and setting smaller month-to-month goals. And that's a great way to keep going. But I just personally, I don't think that resolutions are a bad idea. I don't think long-term goal, I think long-term goals are incredibly important. It all depends on what works for you or if you just create a why or a mission statement for your life and... You have to figure out what works best for you because you're the only person that can truly tell yourself to keep going. You have to find the motivation from within. So these are seven ways that you can stay motivated and conquer those long-term goals in your life, despite all the challenges that may come up in your way. So I've been kind of touching on this one for a little bit throughout this episode so far. But the first thing I want you to keep in mind is to remember your why. So what's driving you to create this long-term goal? Why do you want to accomplish it in your life? So knowing and reminding yourself about why you started, it can ha- it can help you tap into your initial inspiration. So do you remember that time when you just, you thought about this goal or you thought about this dream and you were just so inspired and motivated to be able to accomplish it? Well, remembering back to when you started and remembering your why can help you give that extra push and motivation for the times that you feel less inspired because inspiration fades and you need to tap into yourself in order to figure out how to move forward. So for example, I know that my why behind creating my blog, starting my business, and doing everything that I'm currently doing with sarahcatherine.com was to help as many millennials as possible grow and live their best lives. And sometimes I remind myself about this by looking back at old emails and messages on social media from readers who have expressed gratitude towards some of the content and the advice that I've produced through my blog. And this can help me remember why I started and reconnect with my purpose repeatedly. And it helps me keep going when I'm feeling less than inspired every now and then. Because let's be real, if you're a writer, blogger, YouTuber have any type of online business or you have some type of side hustle or you're even just in your career trying to accomplish something, it can get a little less inspiring every now and then. You can feel pretty caught up in the day-to-day and the routine or some of the requirements that aren't quite as fun or creative. Some of the responsibilities may not become quite as fun as you kind of imagined when you first started your endeavor. But tapping into why you started in the first place can help you push through those moments and reconnect with why you wanted to get started and helping you feel inspired and motivated to continue. I really hope that didn't sound repetitive. (laughs) I feel like I said a few of those words multiple times, but you get the picture. Moving on. Number two, form an accountability group. So having other people to help you stay on track for your long-term goals can make a huge difference in your motivation. So knowing that there are others who are keeping you accountable for everything you need to accomplish gives you that extra push to follow through with your plans and goals. You can also provide accountability for the other people in your group while you're doing this for each other. I just recently kind of connected (laughs) with a fellow blogger friend of mine and we had been following each other for a while, but then really connected more within uh, a program that we joined, the Blog to Biz Academy with Sheila Joy, and she was our coach while we were for about six months while we were getting our transitioning from blog to biz, all that fun stuff. Check out Sheila, she's amazing. But Kate, it was a student with me, and then after the course ended we wanted to continue the accountability that we kind of had with that course so we kind of keep each other in check every once in a while and ask people ask each other our goals see how we're going what's doing well what's not working we just like to connect and make sure that we're still on track and it's been pretty cool it's been pretty great so far it's been um a great outlet because I can have my boyfriend maybe check in on me and make sure I like record a podcast for a day or so, but having someone, and I sincerely, truly appreciate my boyfriend and my friends, my family who try and help me stay accountable or check in on what I'm doing, but having someone else who's pursuing a similar goal at the same time as me is really nice to have and it's kind of extra helpful in regards to staying motivated for these long-term goals. So. Ways to find members to form your accountability group can include asking your friends if they'd be interested or if you might know anyone whose long-term goals or projects would benefit from the group. There are also Facebook groups online who have tons of like-minded individuals from around the world who might be seeking similar goals as you. And maybe you can connect with these people, have a monthly video chat, uh, even just texting one another, trying to check in and see how they're doing and talk about new strategies and techniques that might help similar plans and goals. It's all a fantastic way to connect with others from all over the place, as well as get new ideas that you may not have thought of before. So it's kind of like people say that they stay more consistent with working out if they have a gym buddy, because you have the other person to keep you accountable to make sure you keep going and keep working towards those goals too. So if you haven't formed an accountability group or at least found one other person as an accountability buddy and you kind of feel like you need that extra external push to keep going and stay motivated, I highly recommend it. So number three is to create short-term goals. And I know in my last episode, I mentioned creating short-term goals along the way while achieving your long-term goals. But I find it extremely important to break down your long-term goals into smaller goals bite-sized short-term achievements. I had a student of mine once ask, what's the difference between a short-term and a long-term goal? I personally find long-term goals to have multiple pieces to them. Like you're going to have multiple steps in order to achieve it. It doesn't have to necessarily take months or years while they can. A long-term goal could be like me launching this podcast. There were a ton of smaller steps and smaller goals that went into be able to Launch the podcast because I had to make sure I had all the equipment. I had to think of the name, write up the description, look up keywords, record, edit, create the artwork. There was a lot that went into that. So I, and even though it was not, it only took me about maybe a month or two to be able to achieve this goal to launch the podcast. And that's not necessarily as long term as people might assume or first initially think when you think of a long term goal. I still considered it long because it required so many steps and shorter goals along the way. On the opposite end, I, with that in mind, I consider short-term goals to be things that don't require all of these different steps. So a short-term goal could be to create three Pinterest graphics for this podcast or something. Or if you're not a blogger or anything like that... A short-term goal could be go to the gym three times this week if you're trying to lose weight or just get in shape or get ready for a 5K or something like that, which is more of a long-term goal. The short-term goal is what you're going to achieve within this week, within a day, something that helps you build towards that long-term goal. So creating these short-term goals will help you feel like you're moving closer and progressing towards your long-term goals instead of consistently feeling like you're fighting a non-stop uphill battle. So you can look at your goals and see what milestones and individual projects that need to be completed along the way and use those to create your short-term goals. And you can also use these smaller projects as deadlines to help you stay on track to accomplish your long-term dream. And don't forget to cross them off and celebrate them once they're completed. Because any goal that you achieve is worth celebrating. And whatever way that you decide to celebrate, that's completely up to you. But I think it's really important to at least take some time, even if it's just a moment, to be proud of yourself, of what you've been doing and where you've been going. And in order, if you've been doing that, then you will have more of a chance of keeping your ma- motivation going and staying strong while trying to achieve your ultimate goals. And next on the list is to break everything down to achievable tasks. So that's kind of what I was explaining with the short term goals, but I highly encourage you to take the time to break down these smaller goals into even smaller achievable tasks. Not only will this help you with your to-do list and help it feel less intimidating instead of writing down run five miles and you haven't actually run more than a mile without wanting to die. (laughs) That's kind of an intimidating task on your to-do list, but breaking it down into something smaller and an even smaller task like walking X amount and then running X amount it can help you actually accomplish and do these smaller tasks instead of feeling intimidated and not even want to try because each finished task is one step closer to achieving your short and your long-term goals. So as an example, say one of your dreams is to launch a new blog or online business what are the steps you need to take in order to accomplish this? So first you're going to discover what smaller milestones are needed along the way, such as deciding a website host, designing or choosing a theme and nailing down specific details about your new blog or business. Each of these specific tasks will help build you up for both your long and short term goals. And I just want to say, I know that a lot of my examples so far have been about creating a blog, launching a business online, what have you. And I do acknowledge the fact that not everyone's goals are the same way or you're not all blog and biz owners. And I understand that. I think I've just been personally using those examples because that's what first comes to mind because it's extremely relevant for my life and a lot of my friends. And I know a lot of people that are listening to this, but I just want to say I do acknowledge that there's so much more out there and the more dreams to accomplish and goals that don't have anything to do with blogging and business. I just hope that my personal experiences in these examples, I'll be using others' examples too, but I just hope that these examples help you understand on a more tangible level of what each of these pieces of advice and suggestions actually mean in the real world rather than just in concept if that makes sense. I hope it makes sense. (laughs) Back to breaking everything down into achievable tasks. Each of these smaller milestones can be turned into short-term goals if you'd like. And while the tasks that are required to achieve these short-term goals are broken down into your daily to-do list, it's so much less intimidating to read that you have to choose three potential theme ideas for your website instead of writing down the daunting task to completely redesign your website. And I have this happen at work too. So I'm a marketing manager at work and sometimes I'll have this big project, like writing a new script for a video for a client. And this has been one that I actually had to do recently. And instead of just writing write script on my to-do list, it was for a subject matter that I'm personally not familiar with. So my bite-sized tasks were read the data sheet, pick out the points that I want to include in the video or that I find important, and then put them into a slideshow and then edit them down to small phrases to fit in the video and then continue from there. And then sure enough, at the end of that, I had my script. But instead of just approaching it with the mind of, I need to write a script, that's my to-do list, breaking it down into the achievable tasks helped me feel a lot less intimidated, especially like I said, it was a topic I'm not familiar with. And the everyday person is not familiar with that what these clients do. So I had to kind of take a step back and try my best to not feel like I just couldn't do it because it was unfamiliar. So I broke it down in ways that I was familiar. All right, next one on the list, notice and change unproductive habits. This is really important and something that I'm personally working on right as we speak. Well, not like right in this moment, but overall currently in my life. So first of all, do you spend too much time on social media? guilty. Maybe you sleep in too long in the morning instead of waking up when your alarm goes off. These are just a few examples, but noticing and acknowledging bad habits is the first step towards changing your unproductive ways. Uh, Like I said, I know that personally, I have a terrible habit of getting distracted easily and not prioritizing my goals or my workout routine. Like I'm trying to get in much better shape and it's been a big goal of mine as well as everything going on with my blog and spending more time with the people in my life, I, I have to admit that I definitely get easily distracted and I procrastinate. It's a terrible habit that I still need to break. It was humongous within the last few years of my while I was in school. Huge procrastinator. I still got everything done, but it was a problem <laughs> and I'm still working on it. It's a habit I still need to break but i am working on it i acknowledge it and i'm it's in the process imagine how much quicker you'll be able to achieve your short and long-term goals when you finally remove those unproductive habits in your life so take some time to pay attention to your actions throughout the day and note whether or not they're helping or harming your motivation and ability to accomplish your goals so for example I have whenever I'm either at work or I'm trying to do something that requires a lot of attention and I don't want my phone to pull me away from what I'm doing because I know it's an unproductive habit of mine to check my phone even though I checked social media like 20 minutes ago and there's probably nothing new that really happened besides some cool memes that don't contribute to what I'm trying to accomplish. I put my phone either in a airplane mode or do not disturb, and I put it in my purse and I make sure I can't see it. So that diminishes my potential of checking my phone, getting out of my zone, and taking longer to accomplish what I'm working on because that's time that I would have been spending looking at my phone versus time spending working on the project. So after you pay attention and acknowledge these things, make a plan and take steps towards breaking these habits and forming even more productive ones. And I actually give pretty detailed advice on how to break and change habits in one of my lessons on my free five-day e-course, Self-Care for Busy Millennials. I'll put the link in the show notes on my website, but it's a five-day self-care e-course and we just go through acknowledging bad habits, breaking and changing them, and working towards shifting those habits into more productive ones, which is something really important, especially when you're trying to achieve long and short-term goals. The second to last tip that I have for you is on how to stay motivated is to make sure you take breaks when necessary. So burnout and overwhelm are huge potentials for people who are just go, go, go. They want to achieve all of the goals and do all of the things and use all of their energy when possible throughout the day. But in order to avoid both burnout and overwhelm, it's really important to schedule breaks throughout your journey. And making yourself a priority is a huge part, an extremely important part of your overall work-life balance. Whether you find work-life balance an actually achievable thing, and I don't necessarily mean separating X amount of time in your life for work and life, I just mean creating a balance of what feels good for you and how you feel overall satisfied and content in all of your life where you feel like your energy isn't being sucked into the negatives in one part of your life and you're feeling fulfilled overall that's how I personally define work like balance but making yourself a priority is a very 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 important part to this so if you're unbalanced and you're constantly working on your goals without taking time for yourself you may start feeling burnout or losing motivation and desire to continue pursuing your long-term goals that you've achieved and set for yourself So scheduling in time for self-care is not only super important for accomplishing your goals, but it's also important for your overall health and happiness. And that's why I just cannot stop stressing enough to my students in my program and my readers and any type of lesson that I give towards trying to, for personal development and goal setting and all of those fun things is self-care, because if you're not filling your wells of self, and even in my book, actually now I remember that, for self-confidence, if you're not filling all of the wells of yourself, your mind, your body, your heart, your spirit, your soul, whatever you believe in that makes you, you, then you're going to feel drained and you're going to feel the overwhelm and the burnout and you're going to lose your motivation to continue moving towards what you want to achieve. I do have a plan to have an episode all about self-care because I know it's been a big theme throughout a lot of what I've been talking about and it will continue to be a theme. So I will be talking about self-care in the future, in a future episode. So stay tuned for that. And the final, moving on to the final, final tip that I have to help you with the challenge of staying motivated for long-term goals. I touched on this earlier in one of the other tips, but it's to celebrate your small victories. So what have you accomplished so far since creating your long-term goal? Did you finally break one of those unproductive habits or achieve a short-term goal? So no matter how small it is, it's important to take the time to celebrate your small victories along the way. And celebrating some of these small victories can include treating yourself to your favorite food, taking a day off to binge watch your favorite show on Netflix, um, or even something as simple as doing a little happy dance to some fun music in your room. I know a lot of people don't necessarily encourage using food as a way to reward yourself. Just be careful and make sure it's just a special treat or, and you don't just associate food with a reward. I don't know. There's a fine balance between that and I acknowledge that. I'm not personally a health or fitness professional or nutritionist. (laughs) Just be aware of the psychology of food and reward. That's the disclaimer I'm going to put here. However, it doesn't hurt to treat yourself to your favorite restaurant with your friend that may have your favorite food there and the overall experience to celebrate some of the victories that you're making along the way because it's really important to feel proud of yourself and your progress and your accomplishments. And please do not forget to give yourself pats on the back as you go through all of your goals and start achieving your tasks and moving forward because it's really an incredible thing that you're doing this, that you've set these goals, that you're moving forward and you're working hard and staying, you're keeping the promise to yourself whether it ends up happening in the time that you originally allotted to yourself, like you hate your deadline or it took a little longer than expected. So life happens and that's okay. And I just want to let you know that I personally believe in you. And I know there are probably quite a few people that believe in you too, whether you might not feel like there are. And we all just want to support you and love you and encourage you to be able to create the life that you deserve. And Hopefully, these tips for staying motivated during long-term goals can help you throughout your journey, and and that's all of the advice that I have currently on my mind for this topic. (laughs) So, I just want to say thank you so much for listening. I sincerely appreciate you. I hope that you have a fantastic and wonderful day, and I would love to, if you have any questions about this or anything like that, feel free to shoot me a message on Instagram or email me. I'd love to talk to you and help you uh, stay motivated for your long-term goals or help achieve your goals with any advice that I may assist. And that's what I'm here for. And that's what I'd love to do. (laughs) Thank you guys. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day and thank you for listening. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Be Your Own Badass podcast. Love this episode Take a moment to subscribe, rate, and leave a review. Do you have a question that you'd like answered on the Be Your Own Badass podcast? Go to sarah catherinecom slash question to learn how you can be featured on air and how I can give you direct advice in a future episode. Until next time.